In our first segment, we unravel a spine-tingling tale involving the CIA and an individual in their custody who claims to be possessed by a demonic entity. Strangely, this person possesses knowledge. God damn it. Too many S's. I feel like Mike Tyson all of a sudden. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Tyson. Anyway, the demon with possessing me. <laughs> Strangely, this person possesses... <laughs> I'm sorry. You did that one. Strangely, this person possesses knowledge about CIA agents that defies explanation, sending shockwaves through the intelligence community. In the second part of our episode, we shift our focus to a nun who has garnered internet fame for an entirely different kind of possession. She's become known online due to the fact that her face and skull were mummified. But possession isn't even the crazy part of this story. This is where we step into Immaculate Conception and maybe even the Second Coming. And maybe even speaking into the microphone. We'll see you. <laughs> we'll see you on the inside. Was I not speaking in the microphone? You are now entering the realm of the Freaky Deaky. An unsuspecting stop at the crossroads of fantasy and reality, where the frayed edges of make-believe seep into this cookie-cutter, white-picket world you've been led to believe is far from extraordinary. What you're about to hear are true stories. <clears throat> Alleged true stories. Christian, just... <sighs> okay. Tales of the strange and inexplicable thought only to exist in film and folklore. Although difficult to accept, we do not know everything about this reality about time or space, what lies beneath the ocean's depths. And try though we might, the unchanging truth remains. There are some things we legitimately cannot explain logically. Bits covered up. Wow. Sorry about those bits, folks. Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. Uh, we are diving into a couple different things today from the sounds of it. I don't fully understand what they are. Possessed none of some kind. Possessed by Immaculate Conception. Uh, we'll get into it. Yeah, we're going to get into it at some point. But before we do that, follow us on social media at Freaky Deaky Pod. Uh, subscribe on YouTube at Freaky Deaky Pod. Pretty much everything at Freaky, <laughs> Freaky Already? Deaky Pod. Already? Already? Yeah, I, I have to confess, just something, I don't know what's going on, I feel a little strange. Christian brought me some lemonade, and I think there's some witchcraft afoot. Cherry limeade. Mm, it was a cherry limeade, my apologies to the concoctor of that tincture, but it was fantastic, and so now I feel weird and loosey-goosey, and that's why I'm not reading this episode. Christian is, buckle up, I guess, wherever that's going to lead us. But in the meantime, subscribe on YouTube, folks. You recently got us over a thousand subscribers, and we are eternally grateful. And we'd like to keep that growing. And if you have a story of your own, you, you know any demons, you seen any any ghosts, any Bigfoot stalking you in the woods, friends, we want to hear about that. Send that into the gang at thefreakydeaky.com or leave us a voicemail at 801-997-0051. Christian and I have actually started making videos on YouTube about some voicemails we get in. So if you want to be a YouTube video or send us a topic that we can discuss briefly and post it up on YouTube, that is uh, now's the chance. Get those voicemails in there. Christian and I are going to keep rolling out that, roll that beautiful bean content because we're doing it. Anyway, Christian, now that I've done this, you can do whatever it is you're doing for this episode and I will just interject whenever I want. 
because that's my show and that's how we do things around here isn't it that is true that so, is true we sorry. do what we want the end christian did what he wanted he just coughed right there yeah we do what scott Nary wants a care in the world i thought you were done talking i thought so too so anyway back to you with sports okay we're gonna start not in sports this is gonna be a dark man no i mean maybe i don't know the person well there you go but the story comes from micaiah's revenge and it basically it's like I had an uncle in the CIA who claimed the CIA imprisoned a kid who was possessed and he fed them information. So we're going to go with, it's about his uncle B. So we're going to talk a little bit about uncle B's background. Uncle B began college in the early sixties with a major in theology to become a pastor. He was married and was in love with his wife, Missy. During his third year, he and Missy found out they were going to be parents. Tragically, a week later, she was killed in a freak accident by a drunk driver. B dropped out of college. He said of the time, I don't think I completely lost my faith, but I didn't want to talk to God anymore. After a while, he transferred to a different college and majored in political science, majored Mm. in political science, minored in linguistics, and joined the ROTC. He got out with his commission in Army Intel, went to Vietnam. He did a bunch of crazy stuff and was then recruited into the CIA. After a few years in the CIA, he said he got assigned to a counterintelligence team in New York City. They wanted him, with his background in theology, to infiltrate the Russian Orthodox Church in New York City. And this was to gather intel about the KGB using it as cover. Hmm. His cover story was that he was an ordained. His cover story was that he was ordained Orthodox. His cover story was that he was an an Christian, what the fuck was his cover story? Damn it. No. <laughs> Let me just read it the way he wrote it. His cover story go. was that he was ordained Orthodox priest, but not Russian. He had converted and wanted to be regularized. Something like that. I believe in you. Or something to that effect. I didn't really understand. He tried explaining it, but it went over my head. Anyway, he got the bishop's blessing and he became an associate pastor or something like that. And I was drinking when he told me all this. So forgive me if I don't remember how it all worked. I'm sure there's more, but that was besides the points. Now we're going to get into the demon. It's what everybody well, came here for. Phrasing, but okay. We're going to get into the demon. We possess you now, demon. Yep. Suffer like you made us suffer. Classic. I keep staring at Bert. Yep. I, I, it's hard not to. Bert's staring at me. That's true. Judging me. very shocked by what you're saying. I just realized his tongue is hard. It is. Yeah, I noticed that a couple so, days ago. So we're really looking down his chest and seeing his heart from his mouth. Really weird turn we've made in this episode. Yeah. After a year undercover in this assignment, he was making progress. But then one day, this young man, who was in his late teens, came into his office. He said he was clearly distressed, erratic, and angry. He knew who he was indirectly. His mother had been going to a different priest and talking about her son hearing voices and acting strangely. My uncle thought he needed to get him to to a hospital, but then the kid lunged at him and started talking in Aramaic and called him by his real name and mentioned his deceased wife's name. Oof. And then the name they were going to give their unborn son. Wow. Yeah, they had names picked out for a boy and a girl. They were also not common names. That would be incredibly traumatic. That would be incredibly traumatic. It was so traumatic, this freaked him the F out because he had never told anyone that she was even pregnant before she was killed. Proof of demons. We did it. So he, so he then called his handlers and they took him and, and the kid to a safe house. They thought he was schizophrenic, but Spooks wanted to know who was on to my uncle and how much they knew. My uncle started the interrogations because the kid was switching through most multiple languages, Russian, Greek, Latin, Aramaic, 
alongside of English, and only my uncle knew these. B said he thought demonic possession was just superstition, so he didn't really want to believe that it was possible. Still, he said he had no idea how the kid knew the things he did. He asked the kid for his name when his voice started sounding like a dog growling at him. They had to restrain him, and even then the straps looked like they were they could snap. I asked him what name did he give, and he started to tell me, but then he said that name had become classified in a way that he said could affect me since it was unusual. That is really weird that even a name would be classified. I mean, it's kind of, that, that's not totally weird. It, and, but it's totally weird if you actually like stop and think about it. But the next part of that, it had become classified in a way that he said could affect me since it was unusual. Like how could it, if it could yeah. affect him because it was unusual, it had to be like a demonic style name that might. Like awake this thing or something. Yeah, or, or keep it going. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Hmm. I don't think that was true, but B had become convinced it was a demon. And I think by saying its name, it would come back or something. Wow. He said it started talking about their project and a bunch of classified stuff. His supervisors decided that the kid was deranged, but they had to ascertain how he came to know what he did. They decided to transport him to Langley to be treated and interrogated. B was given a cover story he delivered to the priest that the kid had a psychotic breakdown, attacked him, and that he took him to the hospital. He then left and never went back. His supervisors decided to terminate the operation because they felt that his cover was severely blown and that B may have even been a double agent and this kid somehow found out about it. Either way, B was sent to Langley. They wanted him to keep interrogating the kid as a priest. This turned into a spectacle, he said, as people would come into the room and see for themselves the demon they caught and the kid would start spouting off secrets about them. B said Angleton eventually came down to see the kid and Angleton was like the head of the CIA for a while. When, when was this again? James Jesus Angleton served as the chief of counterintelligence for the Central Intelligence Agency from 1954 to 1975. The kid started talking and Angleton told everyone to leave the room. Several minutes later, he came out looking like a ghost. He thanked B for his hard work, but said the kid would never leave the CIA. Angleton said whatever bastards leaked this information out to screw up this sick kid, he'd pursued to the gates of hell, interesting phrasing, mm -hmm. and personally put them down. B said after that, he was reassigned to a desk job. He wanted the kid to get treatment in a real mental hospital and an exorcism. B decided to quit soon after that. I asked what, what did the kid say, but he said it didn't matter. He'd only say it was enough to convince him to come back to his faith, and he prays every day for that kid's soul. Mm, yes, of course, church magic. <laughs> Years later, after he told me the story, the CIA declassified its gateway project, and I mm. asked B about it. For those that don't re remember, if they you haven't heard us mention it, the gateway project is basically remote viewing type mm. of thing. And I'm sure there was a lot more involved in it, but that's what became famous. He said it was a cover. An old colleague told him the information they got actually came from the source. That's what they called him. So the source was the demonic kid. B speculated that at some point the source quit talking and that's when they folded the psychic project. I asked him what he thinks happened to the man. Said he didn't know, but most likely they loaded him up with anti-psychotics and put him in an institution. Would that work on a possessed person? I, I can't mean, imagine it would. I mean, he could spend the rest of his days living in a in an institution in a straitjacket and still be a demon. What a fun time. Yeah. Why not? 
So what do you think about this, the CIA potentially having a demon? I think that if that were the... Oh, I mean, I guess the only reason they got rid of him because he stopped talking. Yeah, he's no longer of any use. Yeah, that's exactly... I was going to say, I was like, as long as that thing was talking, they would never get rid of him. No. They'd be like, oh, what? this is the perfect thing. We can get all the dirt on our enemies. We can do whatever we want, blah, blah, blah. Maybe they never did get rid of him. They just exactly. let that story out to pretend like they didn't still have him. Exactly. There's a lot of, I don't know, I can't say the word because it's so uh, triggering at this point, but there's a lot of weird smoke and mirrors, I guess I'll say that, along with a lot of CIA stuff. So you can't ever really trust anything that comes out of that place. That's the whole point, though, too. I know, which sucks because we're all just like, we hate mysteries, but damn it, what happened? Tell me the truth. But we lack our freedoms. Yeah, classic. So... I think it's fascinating. And when I saw that story, I wanted to grab it because it's just a weird little angle it that is. makes perfect sense. <clears throat> where where did you find way. this one? Do you remember what, what the sub was? No. Damn. Probably demon, something with demons. Or okay. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like, you know, one of the fake ass ones. No, it wasn't the ones where they make the fake stories. Okay. Because cool. I usually I skip over those. I've accidentally found myself in there via search. And I was like, what a great story. And then I found out, I saw where it was. Like, it's fake. All made up. That's happened to me too. Yeah. I even got permission from the person that wrote it to use it on the podcast. And then I was like, wait, this is fake. Yeah. So we may still someday use it, but well, we got to find the two right. truths and a lie. You can, <laughs> when we release that show, you can, you can host an episode of that. This and is, you can use that story. This is a really long story though. But what yeah. do you think? Okay. First off, when he threw in the gateway project, I was like, what the hell? Yeah. The gateway project was always fake. And nobody could remote view and they just used it to cover up the information of this possessed kid that they that was feeding them information Wouldn't that be weird yeah what a strange take Especially, i mean but at the same time you're like well that would absolutely make sense though i mean in a way but also i've seen enough from the gateway project to be a believer in that you know pat price and other people that we haven't even brought up yet that we will eventually on the podcast that were yeah. involved with it. That's what the, was that the Monroe Institute? Yes. Now, have you stopped trying to do that altogether? I, I try to get back to it. I just haven't had much time lately. We need to do that, man. When, when I just want, I want you to experience something like that and see if you could actually do it. Cause imagine the story that you could share on this podcast. If you pulled it off, if you're like, well, I don't know if this is real, but we got the information. I'm going to test it out and see. Since we're talking about that, hmm. here's some good motivation. What do you, th our listeners should tell me what I should try to re remote view. And, if, ah, and yes. if it, and if it's something that won't get me arrested, I will try it. Now, fuck that. If it area 51, so I can feel someone typing it in the future right now. Area 51. Area go. 51's boring at this point. Don't I want, say that because you haven't if seen If I could it. go back in time and look at Area 51, maybe. No. But if they had anything, if they had aliens or crashed spaceships, they're not there anymore because everybody knows where Area 51 okay. is. Well, how about the bases inside the mountains? Where's that at? Is that Arizona or is that New Mexico? I think it's New Mexico. We I could always go back to the one that Pat Price went to here in Alaska, Mount Hayes. That you'd probably get there a lot faster. Go for that one. Yeah. There you go. But yeah. there might be other places, maybe some just like weird places that don't involve yeah. pissing off the government that people maybe want me to try. Were you trying remote viewing? I thought you were doing astral projection. Isn't that what you're trying? I mean, there's... Do you think it's the same thing? Like you completely leave your body and you just like... I think they're close. Well, we're going to find out because Kristen's going to do it at some point. But yeah, that does... Uh... I'm convinced I've astral projected multiple times in oh, you've my talked youth. talked about it, yeah. Yeah, but... Remote viewing seems some, like a similar mechanism. You know what? Now that I think about it, what if that's what happened to me? I, I have this, it's really quick story for people that hate tangents. I apologize. But 
I had this one time when I was a kid, I literally woke up and I was like, something's weird. I, I sat up and I looked around my room and I looked over at my window and the curtain was kind of blowing a little bit. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize I had the window open. I opened the curtain to close it and the window was just gone. And I literally stuck my entire head out of the house and was like looking around. I was like, oh, what happened to my window? And I just eventually went back to sleep. But I felt the, the breeze on me the whole night. What if I actually just astral projected and my astral self stuck my head outside the house? And that like that sounds like what you did because, you know, you may see a window, mm. may not because it's when you're astral projection, it projecting it doesn't have the same meaning yeah because you can go right through it exactly and i just went to sleep weird maybe uh, I, god that's really been a curious moment in my life that i think about often like where the fuck did my window go man what the hell cold that night you know but yeah maybe it's just astral projection anyway now back to our previously scheduled programming so this i want to talk a little bit more about this supposed demon kid the cia has what do you think are some of the things this kid might have told him. Well, that's the thing is it's an endless bounty. There's so much that you could have just been like, all right, here's this, here's this, whatever. Like I, some part of me thinks they would have gotten information that would have been, because this is right around the time where U.S. pushed really hard mm. on the Soviet Union and things started happening really quickly and eventually it helped take down the Soviet Union. And some of the stuff kept in place through multiple presidents in different parties. And it was really well focused in a lot of ways. And it did its job. I'm saying, man, there's a lot of lore about, you know, crossroad demons and stuff like that, right? You like to think that demons have knowledge of things, right? Yeah, all the possessed movies is the same thing. Like a handful of stories of possessed people that I've heard, it's been the same thing where like they'll call out your deepest, darkest secret, just throw it out there at you. And you're just, how does this thing know? There's no way. And if you say schizophrenia, then explain how schizophrenics also, for some reason, know your deepest darkest secrets as a crazy coincidence one off sentence to say at you hoping that it affects you and it ends up being like the most triggering thing you've ever heard in your life like just explain it to me you know make it make sense to me christian i want to believe you i want to say hey this stuff's fake you don't have to be a demon to do a cold read on somebody oh my god john edwards what? shit really dude no i'm talking more like mentalist type stuff not fake fake psychics oh you don't have to be a demon okay. to tell this kind of stuff you can read people, you can read sometimes what they've gone through, and you can phrase it in a way where you they think you're being specific. This case seems a little different, mm. but also another thing, we're, when we're talking about possession movies, mm -hmm. the funny thing in all those possession movies is the priest always wins. Or he, it, uh, he may lose this time, but in the sequel, he, he some, wins. Some rocky shit. Somebody yeah. else wins. Why not? Yeah. You know, um, fine if there's some dumb demons out there maybe mm. or maybe these demons don't always have the power that you know the church and move and hollywood has given them yeah you know it's hard to say and you know maybe it's a mixture of demonic stuff if you know coming from if i'm saying that they exist maybe it's a yeah. mixture of some demon stuff some mental illness or whatever mm. this case Which could also be demon stuff as we mentioned previously i don't think so i think it's it could it could seem like like some of the mental stuff could seem like maybe demon stuff and vice versa yeah. it just depends it depends on who's who's kind of doing the research what their agenda is how much information they can get because you're not going to generally get enough information in any of these cases yeah but either way i mean this kid was speaking multiple languages which mm -hmm. is kind of common demon. including aramaic which hasn't been around in a long time sure yeah not you know not something that most people get and he made the head of the cia pale 
that's what I'm saying, man. Like, and this head can... of the CIA was not a good person. Exactly. That kid didn't end up in a mental institution if he was not useful anymore. Unless they were like, let's put him in there in case he becomes useful. But if that's the case, you just keep him somewhere you're in control of, which I'm sure they have places, yeah. hospitals that they can quickly call up the doctor on the payroll that works for them sometimes and say, you need to keep an eye on this kid. Let us know. The I, story doesn't end there, There's, but we're probably never going to get the full story. Yeah. I just think, I mean, you, you talk about like mentalist stuff, right? Like, and don't get me wrong. That stuff is pretty crazy and it's pretty wild that people can actually do that. But you made a man go pale right a powerful man a powerful man which does not happen often um what would you have to tell him to get him to be scared shitless at this point you know that's what i'm saying it's not something that's going to be you know vague that you can kind of piece together that might fit what you think this person is like that's like a very direct memory that's like what if this guy like you know hit his wife or something like that or killed someone like buried him under the backyard this guy would be like yeah what happened to thomas blah 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 and the guy was like loses all colors like how does this person know that guy's name there's no way for a mentalist to do that i would almost believe that if this story is true yeah. and angleton has always amazed me that his middle name is jesus well he, but, yeah but that he maybe this thing told him about some ultra secret operation that basically probably even the president didn't know about Most but he knew it. about it and this thing gave him the specifics of maybe somebody they had assassinated or someone they helped overthrow mm -hmm. that nobody knew about yeah you know because there's a lot of a lot of things that they were involved with we didn't find out till way after this time period sure yeah still um, finding out today i'm yep. sure and some of it we probably will never know but maybe this demon knew it mm -hmm. and i'm curious i mean i don't i would like to hear what other people hell yeah i mean the time period you know if it's the 70s which i think it's from the late 60s to early 70s that this is going on there was a lot of stuff that was going to happen that was starting to be put in place or that was happening beginning to happen here mm -hmm. and its effects weren't going to hit us till in one case 2001 yeah you know there uh, were a lot of these things starting to go on in in the world are you talking conspiracy christian i'm talking connections mm, yes when you look at something like that 2001 and you go back and trace it you're going to see connections going back to this time period and, and a little before. I mean, and most people say you're going to, you're going to go back to like, you know, in uh, JFK, even before then mm. on this, because 11 was put in place or it's a, well, never mind, take out that date, please. But this date was, uh, those things were set in motion a long time before with a lot, bunch of different decisions, some bad, some mm. good. If you have a demon telling you that this is what's going to happen, and then all of a sudden you have to connect the dots to figure out how you get there, that's going to freak somebody out in a position like the CIA, who's trying to protect. So you think the, the demon is giving him the future? He's probably, he, he might give him the future, or the demon might give him the future, but the demon might actually point out things that maybe the U.S., and the CIA were doing around the world uh, that we didn't see the effects, you know, of until later, 10, yeah. 20, and some of them even now. Mm. But when you trace them back, when you see where these things started, they sometimes they go back 20, 30, 50 years. And maybe this thing was telling them about these operations that nobody would have known about back then because we I were mean, able to keep some things secret then. Wasn't that the time to be alive yeah. before the internet? You know, who knows? It's a fascinating story just because, it's, dude, what if the CIA did have a demon? Yeah. You know, were, that's were there scary. any like breadcrumbs outside of this? Were you able to like look into anything where anyone else might have like mentioned something similar? No, but I'm not done with this one because it's mm. too fascinating. Yeah. And kooky. And also kooky though. It's kooky. 
I admit. I think it's right on track for a lot of weird shit that we talk about, to be honest with you. So, But I'm, if I put myself in the place of the head of the CIA mm. and someone's like, this guy's, we think he's he's got a mental Ill- illness, but he might be possessed because he did this, this, and this. You're like, mm. okay, let's check it out. Yeah. Because that's your job. Your job is to protect the, the country. And you have to know all these things, even if they're a little kooky. And if the kid's spouting off information that's true, that only a couple people know about, that's scary. That is a little demonic. Yeah. And they're all checking, including Uncle B, checking into him to make sure he's not a double agent. So there's some of those. those That's a lot to keep track of. Yeah. That little part right there tells me that this was a serious case or Uncle B was really good at telling a story. Hmm. But Uncle B was drunk. Classic And this doesn't sound like a drunk story because there's a lot of flaws. This sounds like something anybody in that position would have checked into, whether they believe in demons or not. And as we all do, to some extent. If you come tell me you're possessed, I'm going to look into it, even mm. though I don't believe that that's possible. Yeah. We'll see you next week. No. <laughs> it's always it's always like weird to bring the CIA into something because... It's really not, though. It's like the, the perfect subject because you can't trust the damn thing they've ever said or done. And I agree with you. I also think that's their job. I also think we blow it out of proportion. They're not involved in all these crazy things. Well, Christian, that's where you're wrong, but this isn't the podcast. But for they that. may be willing to make some money off some of that stuff to fund their legitimate operations. Sure. So they own a very large amount of Bitcoin. It's, it's okay to sell some drugs with Pablo Escobar and Man- Manuel Noriega to make money. A little racist, but yeah. Or missiles that are going to go to Iran, who we're not allowed to sell missiles to. Yeah. I'd which like to, all is true. I don't know, man. That's... Pretty, pretty wild. So what's this about a possessed nun or some shit? All right. This story is not anything like you think it's going to be, but it's a fun story. Christian, you're not inside my mind. You don't know what I think it's going to be. I think this one is going to be, let's just get into it. Let's get into it. I titled it, The Possessed Nun, A Head, and Immaculate Conception. Very drawn out title. Christian, it's, you got to abbreviate that. <laughs> T-P-N-A-H-I-C. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> We're ready for this? No. Her name was Josephine Rosenthal. And you might have seen a picture online of her mummified head in a box. Wait, hold on. Remember when you said that guy's name was middle name was Jesus? Are you sure it wasn't Jesus? Is that possible? No. Are you sure? I've watched documentaries. And on I said him. his name, Jesus. Well, all right. I just, sorry, that's been eating away at me. I'm like, Christian really doesn't know the word Jesus. But yeah, it's, that's cool. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Let's get back into it. Because, well, let's put it this way. I told you the years he was running the CIA. Yeah. This, at that time period, you don't really see anybody that would be named Jesus working. Wow. Christian, you're going to make it, get, get your soapbox out of here, dude. Okay. <laughs> leading the CIA. You've been brainwashed with all this, Christian. So anyway. Back to the news story. We're in the second segment, Scott. Do you want to talk about the first one anymore? No, I think we're making great time. Okay. Her name was Josephine Rosenthal. And you might have seen a picture online of her mummified head in a box adorned with a a crucifix necklace wrapped over her face. She got her crucifix. And with the cross. Wrapped around her face. Planted on her forehead. So basically it's a rosary. They wrapped it around her face and the cross sits right on her forehead like some kind of, luckily. Like some kind of what, Christian? You demon. Some... Luckily it wasn't upside down. Or it would have been oh, freaky. There you go. But like this you, is... I'm like, you're getting yourself in some hot water this episode, Christian. No. Shame on you. It's funny. I put this line in here. I'm, I'm going to say it here in a second. But when I started reading about this story, yeah, I thought I was going somewhere totally different. 
I was like, demons, yeah, I love talking about demons. And then, so I wrote in this, but a funny thing happened on the way down that rabbit hole. I thought you were going to say to the moon. I'm like, so we're going to start with the facts. The head does not belong to Josephine Rose, Rosenthal. It is the head of her daughter, Mary Rosenthal. She would come to be called Sister Mary Crucifissa. And this is not your normal demon story. I included it here only because it's crazier than a possession story. And true. Well, Christian, I'll be the judge if it's true or not, all right? But we're going to head to one of my favorite places right off the bat. And Costa Rica. A, and somewhere your mom has recently been. We're going to head to Germany. Bavaria, to be exact, exact in the year 1742. Damn, that's a long-ass time ago, Christian. There's going to be, like, no iPhones or anything. Yeah, no Some iPhones. Torches. And... Pretty much pitchforks. Mm. The Hohenhort... No. <laughs> The Hohenwart no. Monastery. <laughs> no, that is wrong. No. <laughs> never heard me correct myself, huh? No, yeah. <laughs> I never heard me correct myself like that. Goddamn <laughs> drink. <laughs> I can see us TFD after dark as us just sipping on those drinks. No, it's literally the this, this Strange Highness show I want to do on YouTube. <laughs> so that'd have to be subscriber only. People lose a, a lot of respect for us. Yeah. Okay, so the Hohenwart Monastery. Respect for us. No, I'm sorry. Continue. God damn it. <laughs> I say it right, and you like talk in the middle of it, and then you yell at me for not saying it right. All right, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to try this line again about Hornwort. Get which, back to it. Yeah, go for it, man. The Hornwort Monastery was located far enough from the local villages that it was essentially cut off. Sister Josephine Rosenthal became pregnant. It was a big deal. It was a holy happening. Sister Josephine was born in the convent. She had no contact with men aside from the abbot. She was examined and found to still be a virgin. Those perverts. Don't picture how she was examined because this is a long time ago and you don't need to picture that. One of the brown women were in Germany in the oh, 1700s. God. I forgot. Yeah. Sorry. A dark man. No, we're still in Germany. Gotcha. 1700s. Gotcha. That's cool. No one from the outside knew about the pregnancy for six months. So anyway, then some snitch deserves some stitches because she was brought before the Council of Benedict. Once again, she was thrown up on a table and examined down there. They too found her a virgin. Is that the first place they checked? They just eh, open that up. What's what's in here? I mean, that's how they do it back then. Did they investigate any other parts of their body? Or is it just like, I mean, there's hey, only one place. Person, there's only one place to examine if you want to find out someone. Someone is that. So now we have what seemed like another Christ-styled birth. The church did what they did back then and tried to keep it all on the down low, but it was music for the masses. At this point, the priest in charge agreed that immaculate conception was on the table in much the same way Sister Josephine was earlier. You can imagine that the donations went up. So good story, bro. Come at me, bro. Josephine was moved from the nunnery to a chapel. My nipples never recovered from it. Neither did Josephine's. Mm. This move was made so that she could be prayed for constantly, like they need to do for us right now. Mm. If this was to be the second coming, it is best that his father knows you are opening the way with prayer. Josephine made it to eight months before going into labor. She gave birth to a baby girl, which probably complicated the holiness of a virgin birth. They're like, oh, gross. It's a girl. I can imagine. Damn that. it. Josephine promptly left her mortal coil. Josephine fucking died. Josephine just yeah, died. Yeah, I was like, what is um, leaving a mortal coil? And it was from blood, blood loss. The baby survived. 
Watch and, and she was named Maria. Classic. I mean, obviously, right? Right. Call her Mary for short. Yeah. It works two ways. Anyway, the nuns were excited. The council were not at all enthused. A female born this way was scorned. Hmm. Like I mentioned earlier, some thought the birth of this baby signaled the second coming of Christ. But when they rolled the baby over and found that it was a girl, we can just imagine the name Lilith might have come up Uh-oh. two weeks in a row. Wow. She got me, man. She got me. Well, we can only hope. The abbot by the name of Eric, and it's not your typical Eric, it's A-A-R-I-C, wow. was asked to tell his congregation that the baby had died. He didn't want to lie because priests aren't supposed to lie, but men were men and girls were evil in those days. Wow. The nuns were not pleased with the lie, but took the baby in to raise her in a safe environment. The baby would be raised to be a nun, and while everyone else had been told the baby died during childbirth, many knew the truth. She would have a loyal following and inspire local residents. The people in charge of the church denounced those that worshipped her as heretics and continued the profit from collections that she had brought into the church. She was actually writing papers on you know, different functions of the church, including how women were treated and stuff like that. So early, she, early feminist, she, yeah. she was pretty active in the church. Sister Mary w- would write about original sin in the treatment of women. I guess I should have read a little farther. Wow. She, she begged the church to make changes, but they basically ignored her. She became ill around her 33rd birthday, which only intensified her standing as she would have been the second death of holy progeny. She was also about the same age as Jesus when he died. The people ignored the church when she died and began to worship her remains, which is why we see her mummified head online. Somehow we're going to have to post this so people can see what I'm talking about. If only we lived in the age of social media and technology. Yeah, we'll have to remember this. The front of her face and skull were preserved and placed in the line box, which we mentioned earlier. Also in the box was a vial of her blood and a lock of her hair. So you know what that means, right? Yeah, they were weird. No, that too. But also modern science has all they need to look into this. The church she served is no longer there, but her face in a box remains. So this is normally where the story ends, but it's the next part that takes it from possession to just strange. Well, I'm ready. In 1905, her blood and skin were analyzed and found to be different. Take another 50 years for an examination to find that both Josephine and Mary were indeed different from most of the population or populace. Both were able to spontaneously impregnate and give birth. It also caused them both to die early. And when Mary died, she was pregnant, but also a virgin. Basically ends up being a sad end to the lives of two women who gave their lives to the church. So are you getting what I'm laying down here? Oh, you think it's the... I don't think. This is what scientists that studied her her remains figured out. They, it's like that that rare thing hmm. where you, where scientists figure something out. No, where you got all <laughs> the parts to produce what you need to conceive a child, but and you can also still give birth to the child. And nobody, especially back then, would know. But in the end, you, you end up usually dying early because of the the body can't handle that, the way you're built hmm. or whatever. It's the Antichrist trying to get stronger, trying I mean, to find a way into our world. No. That's pretty wild. Yeah. So what you're saying is the story of Jesus is true. I mean, or... you don't nec- you, I don't think the people that have faith in that story want to believe it's true like this. This is a different kind of an unsuccessful kind. This yeah. is, this is a different kind of. You're making a connection where it's not there. Jesus 
Wow. Is the son of God, right? Sure. This feels like it's going in a weird direction. It is, but Should I but the look on your face, yeah. I have to go a little bit farther. Okay, so Jesus is the son of God. God is responsible for that. Sure. Sister Josephine and Sister Mary impregnated themselves. Totally different. It does happen, yes. Yeah. So when a man and a woman love each other, Christian. But this are... is a woman sure. that's never been with the man. Are you I just want to make something. Are you insinuating it's one of the priests that actually could have done it? No, I'm You're insinuating. Saying that science is saying that this is capable of happening. I think the word that was used was hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodites, yes. I am. So, oh God, this show, this podcast has gone <laughs> I was, so weird lately. I know. This, and the, I just need to. The word. <laughs> so, either way. Are, this, we're talking about an actual hermaphrodite that has man bits and lady bits. Yeah. And, and maybe the man bits are not seen. Remember that episode of House? Oh yeah, I do remember that. The yeah. model. Mm. That, that like I didn't know that was a thing until I saw that episode, and I've heard about it a few <laughs> more times since then. And I'm like, wow, I, I just learned something new about the world. Yeah, and you got really excited. No, I was like scared. Humans are like, can the human body is strange? So mm. this is not too far from that. Sure, you know what I mean. It's yeah. probably different. Different. Uh, I don't know. I can't even think in house ways now. Different diagnosis or different. Sure. Yeah. Different. Um, I don't know. Stuff. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah. It's just like that model in the house show was basically a boy, but the, the bits were tucked in. So nobody ever saw him and nobody ever looked. Well, because, they weren't tucked in. That's an entirely different. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. That the body. The body decided body kept to keep them, them up. Kept yeah. them inside. They, they haven't descended. Yeah. And, and so we understand. Yeah. This is a little different. Do you even know? I have no clue. This, I'm not a doctor. What this segment is like, I am so lost right now. I don't even, I think. I'm curious. Like, wow. Josephine and Mary got themselves pregnant. They had all the parts. Yes. And because they had all the parts, they died young. Wow. But everybody thought that it was a virgin birth. Mm -hmm. And technically it was. Mm -hmm. That it was immaculate conception. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. And now the internet thinks the whole tagline that began this, that sent me down this rabbit hole mm. was this is the face of the first recorded nun possession. I'm like, oh, cool. We, we talk about that stuff. Yeah. And that face looks creepy because it's mummified. Yeah. So it's a nun possession. And then you find out, oh, never mind. It's just a hermaphrodite. <laughs> I'm like, what happened here? Like I ended up, yeah. I came for the demons and I'm now I'm like, this is the craziest story I've ever heard. And it must've been nuts to people living at that time. Cause yeah. I mean, really the, the reason they're thinking it's the second coming is cause it seemed like it. Like, oh shit, man, I gotta get right. He's coming. I bet you that like region was that she was at and the church she was at got a lot better with the Lord for a while there. Probably that does happen to the best of us. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, she died and her baby died. Let's just act wow. normal. And then they find out the baby's alive and we got to worship her. Wow. And the church is like, we'll burn you. And that shows the how easy it is to convert a bunch of random people, though. You know, they're like, hey, fuck the church. Look at this lady. I mean, that's yeah. just the way it is mm. anyway. I mean, plenty of we've seen plenty of religious organizations sprout up in the last hundred years that kind of do the same thing. Have we? I mean, I can think of one that if I mentioned it, yeah, we, we we'd be both get sued nonstop. We'd yeah. get sued, but you would be like, yep, you're right. But, so, well, I guess that was just proven. Huh? Yeah. So we won't mention it here because it's not worth it. But Let's just do whatever the hell you want to do. Just don't be weird to people, you know? Yeah. 
Don't burn people. Don't torture them. I feel like we're getting preachy. Should we bring it back in? Should we yeah, bring it let's, in? let's just skip the preachy stuff. Okay. Let's talk about demons. Oh, my favorite. No, there were no demons here. I, I'm slightly disappointed, but I'm like, sometimes you have to share like yeah. weird, sh like hella we, clickbaity title. Let me say that. Hella clickbaity And we can change title. the title. I don't care. No, I don't care either. What I'm saying is to post a headline like that and then have that be the story. Um, You're like, bro, I feel like I might've been led astray. You know what I'm happy about is that like I clicked on it and then I did some other stuff to look at, just to kind of verify. And yeah. I'm glad I did. Cause then I found the article that explained what really happened. And I'm like, okay, I'm a little like, I was one of demons, hmm. but I'm like, this story is fascinating and so strange. That does sound that I think fair. it was, I thought it was okay to bring it on here without all hmm. the paranormal stuff. Without us losing all of our listeners because you did this. How dare you? People don't like clickbait, Christian. Well, they'll soon find out on what our pe YouTube. What people are going to like is your reaction throughout. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see, man. I don't know. That limeade slapped a yeah. little too hard. A, a little, like, and it didn't hit me until like 10 minutes ago where I'm like, oh, jinkies. Wow. You know what was really funny is it was like, I'm sitting over here talking to you and I saw that moment it hit you. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a long moment because I had to like bring you back for a second because you were just out there for a second. <laughs> that moment is still happening right now, Christian. It has not left us. It is an eternity. And what is time actually? But that's for another time, actually. Interesting. The first segment of this was very good. The second segment, I'm a little disappointed in you, Christian, because I wanted demons. I wanted demons too. I wanted but, demons. But and, you know what? The, hmm. Not having demons and just interacting with you throughout that story was worth it to me. Well, we'll see. If yeah, we'll see. Time, no, no, we'll see, scared. but yeah, whatever. Like, you know, the only thing that would have made this better mm. is to have video on this one because the look on your face would have been <laughs> hilarious. The people aren't ready for that big of a, a shift in, in our uh, delivery, I'm sure. But at some point, maybe we just name this the Strange Highness. We call this Strange Highness 1. That'd be funny. As funny. And then, then followed up with the CIA demon and whatever. Yeah, whichever. whichever. I just, yeah. I like the story and I was disappointed in what I was working on. And I'm like, I got these two stories I've been wanting to tell. And here we are having them told. Isn't that something? The CIA one was easy because it was right up our, right and in our wheelhouse. probably 100% true, most definitely. Yeah. And then the second one, I was like, it's just too weird. I had to get out of yeah. my system. Wow. I had Have to make somebody else. journaling Christian. No. I just did. <laughs> I, our journals yeah. go go out to our listeners. There you go. I yeah. just journaled We're just this that strange weird. experience I had, and now I made other people do it. Let us know. Wow. Let us know if it was okay. Bro. Yeah. I, I feel we like. Don't, we don't have to do it again, but it was, it, it was fun. I feel me. like many a listener. Might be off the bandwagon of the old TFD after this one, Christian, but we can let them know. Hey, how about you tell us? Yep. How about you You leave your comments and your whatnots and your how do you do's and we'll uh, check them out. <laughs> you know you know what I mean? Sometimes you just got to do that. You got to check things out. And there's one Easter egg in there. Wow. I hate it so much. Is it like a metal lyric? No. <laughs> okay. Is it a picture of Celine Dion? No. You can do that on audio? Where did I hear that recently? Oh, like three seconds ago, I said it. I know, but I've heard that phrase recently on a show I watched. Oh, 
Are you sure it wasn't three seconds ago when I said it? No. You know what it is? It's that freaking commercial we see every time we watch hockey. Car commercial. Spokesmasters. Oh, I hate that one the spokesmasters. so much, dude. Fuck and, that commercial. And the guy's like saying, if you look look in the dictionary, there's a picture of me. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, I guess it's a dictionary, so there's not any pictures. And that's just reminding me of it. Wow. Okay. Christian, what a portable reference. But that's fine. Honestly, these things happen. Folks, please voice your distaste for Christian in the comments of wherever you're following us on social media at Freaky Deaky Pod. And uh, and make them hilarious. No, I, like it, to, I like to read that. You know what? If if they didn't like what I did here with this episode, just make, make your comment. Direct your comments to Chris with a K. There you go. The one and only. Interesting choice. I don't think you should bring Limeade for me before recording audio episodes anymore. Or video for that matter. That would probably be way worse. But... There's a time and a place we're going to find that time because this was kind of hilarious in a way. I, and I was very thirsty, so I, I drank more than I, I really should have. But really? I could not get, like, it was like constant, like, spit. And I was like, I can't talk. I'm wow. like, you know, um, Hamilton, Jonathan Groff, the way he sings? Yeah. I felt like I was about to start doing that. Okay. <laughs> and you would have been pissed. That's an expensive mic, Christian. Oh, yeah. Well, that was a really, really deep cut of a reference. Christian, but maybe someone will get it. I I think maybe. But in the meantime, folks, send in your stories to the gang at the freakydeaky.com. You're gonna go ahead and uh follow us on social media. It's gonna be nice and easy. <laughs> it's it's a nice and easy process. Just go to the your favorite ones and type in at freaky deaky pod and you'll probably find us. And then uh after that you're gonna subscribe on YouTube and you're gonna say, Hey, how do you do? on this episode that you just listened on Spotify because you guys are just that great. And we appreciate you. And I'm sorry I drank too much limeade. And I hope that doesn't happen again. In the meantime, I am very thirsty, even now. So I'm going to end this episode the only way I know how. (laughs) Apparently that's rhyming. So, Christian, do you have any closing thoughts? Make them brief. I I have no closing thoughts. And hopefully... Hopefully everybody had as much fun listening as I had telling you this story. Yeah, that did. It was a wild ride, Christian. It did not. There was a lot of windy roads to get there, but we made it as we do. And uh, yeah, so I guess. uh, Oh, my mom's back in town. So if you have dreams, send them, send them in. Yeah, now's the time. She's going to be here. Well, by the time this comes out, she might not be here for much longer. So if we haven't recorded, send in your dreams and we will either way part two of that's going to happen. She'll be back. Always send us your dreams. Right (laughs) right when they happen, wake up, write them down. Dreams, your hopes. Yeah, type them in, send them to us because Because we told you to. Yeah, she's going to come back. She has a grandchild up here. That's very true. Yes, she does come here a couple times a year. Goodbye, everybody. See ya. Sorry. Don't tell China. Bert, you have to sign up.